trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort.
my hotkeys have just miraculously stopped working but I intended to stop talking during the beginning part. Anyway, welcome to this week's edition of the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. I'm Green Viper and for the next two hours we've got you some brilliant Sega music and, well, the news and all the other festivities that come with these off-topic episodes. What you just heard that was from Caligula Overdose, the PS4 remake of the PS Vita classic. And I say classic because it has one of my favourite soundtracks. And little did I know up until a few days ago that the new PS4 release includes an entire new disc of new vocal tracks. So there was already a ton to begin with. I think there was something around 10, maybe even more than that in the original. And now we've got like another 5, 6, 7. Maybe I haven't counted them, but yeah. 
whole bunch of new Caligula Overdose tracks, and that was the second one on the disc. That was Suicide Prototype. And before that, from Hatsune Miku Project Mirai, oh, sorry, Project Diva Arcade, that was Vox by the legendary Shooty. He, he makes some great dance sounding tracks. And we've got another one in the background right here, also from Project Diva Arcade. This is Various Feelings, also by Shooty as well. This is the high score theme, I think it plays as in the game, but it's a really nice little jazzy track. Uh, that, okay, that uh, starts to show. I cut myself off a bit early there, but Twinny just mentioned down in the chat room that there's a new Project Diva update that adds some new bug fixes and new extreme target charts. So we have new charts for Marginal, Worlds and Dancehall, Live Dance Edition, still for the original, Unhappy Refrain, Melancholic, Tokyo Teddy Bear, Cat Food, Den Paradigm, most importantly, MMORPG Addicts Anthem, that's like my favourite track to play in the game, it's so high speed, so that having an even harder version of that's going to be good. Hmm. Ah. Yes. That sounds like a statement I made to myself, but no, that's the name of the track. And Odds and Ends, which is another pretty well-known Diva track. So if you own the game, go ahead and give that patch a download and try out some of those extra charts if you're f feeling your rhythm game mode, if you're feeling like you uh, want a bit of more of a challenge than the normal extreme charts give you, because EX Extreme takes it, well, to the next extreme. Speaking of the chat room, we currently got a ton of lovely people, but if you'd like to join and find yourself, radiosc.gf4/discord. Currently, we have 20, we have Jamie, we have Brick Gamer, we have myself, we have Callum, we have uh, we have Doan, we have II, and probably some others. If you're lurking, hello to you. If you're listening on the podcast, hello to you. And yeah, that's pretty much all there is to say on that. Almost time to start the news, but uh. Before that, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get some questions about what my uh, profile picture is on Discord. It's just a lot of copies of Sonic 06, really. Um, if you're under the Radio Sega Discord yesterday, or if you've just joined, you can scroll up and see this. Uh, this last chart sounds like my padding. Yes. I mean, hmm. Ah, yes. So, my profile picture, it's like 30 to 40 copies of Sonic 06. I found this image on Twitter. And why would you spend this much money on Sonic 06? But it makes me laugh enough to where it justifies a joke profile, profile picture for at least the day, so we had to do that. Seriously though, there's like... I can't even count them because of how small the image is, but there's easily about 20 on PS3 and another 20 on Xbox. Come on bruh, spend some money on some more games. I mean, if you don't have to pay rent, that's okay, but 40 copies of Sonic 06, come on now. This ain't it, Chief. So, aside from that, I think it's now actually time to get into the news. Except it isn't because I just remembered something. Uh, we also have Shadow Scrolls with us, and yeah, I remember I just said in the chat room that actually there's a little bit of an issue that I've been having that I wanted to bring up on air. And Jamie says, I hope it's nothing bad, but it's not that sort of issue. It's just a little niggling thing that's getting on my nerves a bit. So, you may be noticing throughout this show that there's quite a few tracks. It's got a few tracks that are either lower or higher volume than some of the others. This is beyond my reach. It's normal. It normally doesn't happen at all. But if it's just like one track, it's not really that notable. Tonight, it's pretty noticeable because uh, certain tracks are really quiet, and even like bumping them up in Audacity hasn't helped the fact. 
So it's going to be a little bit off-putting tonight. Uh, there's not really much I can do about that because that's surprisingly not a fault of my radio software. That's just some of the tracks we have tonight not being recorded very well. I mean, we've got them from all over the shop. We've got some game rips in here. We've got some. Uh, we've got some from the game files. We've got some. One coming off a record. We've had one which was the soundtrack version. Yet it was really quiet. That was the Caligula overdose track. So, apologies about some of the audio in advance tonight, but there's not really too much I can do about it without making it sound all crackly, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ignore. Anyway, uh, Callum also pointed out that one of the copies of Sonic 6 on 360 in that image is the Viva Piñata, Shrek the Third, and Sonic 06 triple pack. This is already a pretty bad pack, but what makes it even worse is that it's raising money for charity. For the Children's Miracle Network, three, ga three great games for one great cause. Well, it certainly is one great cause, I won't I won't give it that, but I mean, three great games? You better not be giving these games to the children you're trying to support. This is, this is a terrible selection. Uh, you could, to be fair, Viva Piñata's a pretty good game, but Shrek preferred in Sonic 06. That's a bit of a push, calling them great games. <laughs> anyway, right, it's time to get on to the news. So first of all, a huge thank you to the guys over at Sega Bits, because they help me provide, or they provide me with the news for the second season of the resort. The first season was done by another site, which we now shall not name. But uh, we're going to be we're going to be doing a, uh, a thank you to them. Not now, but. I don't know, maybe in a week or week or two weeks or three weeks time, I should say. Because, uh, well, you'll see. You'll just keep an eye on the Twitter feed, keep an eye on our own show feed as to what's currently happening. So, yes, let's get on. Finally, I keep saying this. <laughs> I'm a bit rambly, a bit all over the place tonight, but let's get on with some news and we're going to be kicking things off by talking about the release of Valkyria Chronicles 4 it came up this week in the West and ooh, we do try and keep politics out of this show but um, there's been a li little bit of controversy controversy surrounding the release of the game so let me scroll up and see if I can find the exact article which was in question so, uh, it kicked off with the release, and it's an English translation, so the translators just translate what they're told to, they don't really mess with the dialogue too much. Which is the nice thing about this translation team, they don't mess with the original vision, however, I think this was a case where they probably should have messed a slight bit with the original script. This is really, really much further up than I had anticipated it being. Where is it? Okay, here we go. So. Uh, I don't really want to get too much into detail on this, but Valkyria 4 has a pretty bad dialogue issue, and it's not just in one place, it's in multiple places throughout the game. Unfortunately, relating to sexual harassment of the female characters in the game, uh, it's, it's not really something that I can... Um, I don't know, what, what's the word for this? It's not really something that I can uh, back up and support because it's really not worth supporting. It's pretty barbaric, actually. So, honestly, they should have probably edited around this in the English release because they knew this would cause controversy. But, um, yeah. 
that, that's all to be said on that. Aside from that, Valkyria Chronicles 4 came out. It's apparently a really good game, but that has soured the taste in my mouth a slight bit. Apparently it's the best one since the original one. 2 and 3 weren't as good as this one, and this isn't actually a direct sequel. So maybe Valkyria Chronicles 4 isn't the most appropriate name. Maybe they could have given it an original name. Because uh, if you listen to the first episode of Sweaty Sundays two weeks ago, you know who it, you know that Scott would have found an article that's called it Valkyria Chronicles 1.5, which is a stupid name because Valkyria Chronicles 2 and 3 already exist. Or I think it was actually they said it should be called Valkyria Chronicles 2 when there's already a Valkyria Chronicles 2. Doesn't really make too much sense. Either way, it's got pretty good, pretty good reception so far. Just uh, that that one. That one part right there. Okay, Callum has just posted an image of about 20 Sonic and Knuckles stacked on top of each other. That is a good use of money, unlike Sonic 06. <sighs> anyway, Fighting Vipers and Motor Raid Sega arcade games will be in Project Judge. We talked about this last week, but a bit more in depth, so we got two Model 2 arcade games coming to the new Project Judge game, which is the new title from the Yakuza Studio. They've been working on it t- since 2015, and in the tradition of the games from the studio, it's going to have some arcade games in it. Considering this is a AAA release, unlike something say Kiwami 2, which is like double A, you would have thought they would have gone all out with the game selection. Like Yakuza 6 had Virtual Fighter 5, which was a 360 title originally, or 360, PS3, and whatever arcade board it was on. But you know, quite a recent game ported to Yakuza, fo- uh, Yakuza 6, so considering this is on the same level if not bigger than Yakuza 6, you would sort of expect them to have a game that big, but they really don't. Model 2 is uh, pretty easy to emulate, it's on a lot of consoles, you can emulate it on your computer with ease, Fighting Vibes is already on other consoles, so I th- maybe they could have gone with a bit of a better game selection, but I'm still happy that these two games will be seeing the light of day on the PS4 because now we can technically play them on a uh, on a modern platform which is something we've been begging for. Speaking of stuff we've been begging for, we talked about this last week as well, At Games have been kicked off the Mega Drive Mini. Their development supposedly wasn't good enough so they brought in a studio who knows what they're doing a bit more with the Mega Drive. So I'm, I'm sort of happy about this news. I always thought At Games wasn't the best, but at the same time, people really moan about them when it's not needed. Like, their handhelds, the sound quality on their stuff, yeah, it's not good. But their handhelds in particular, I love the Mega Drive handheld. In fact, I've got mine right next to me right now. Here it is. Absolutely love this thing. I uh, re-bought it recently, and yeah, brilliant screen, amazing buttons. So if they, I, I don't know, I know their consoles weren't as good as the handhelds, but at the same time, it's got HDMI, It's they've got the documents for the authentic controllers, I felt like they could have pulled it off, but apparently they couldn't, judging by the fact that Sega uh, didn't trust in them enough. So we'll find out who the new development studio is, hopefully soon, and we're going to be getting the Mega Drive Mini here in the UK, and as well in the US and other European countries now, so... I guess that brought another positive to it, having At Games kicked off the project. One I don't believe we talked about last week, because this was revealed on Saturday. Virtual Racing will be coming to Sega Ages, as confirmed by a Twitter survey. So, 
Virtual Racing, the um, model model one title. I think Virtual Racing is model one. Uh, someone will correct me probably once again. Uh, but Virtual Racing is coming to Sega ages. There was originally meant to be a 3DS port of this game to the 3D Classics collection, but it was scrapped due to the fact they didn't have the source code and it just wasn't running as well as they'd anticipated. But they found the source code now and it's coming to the Switch under the Sega Ages line. I'm very happy about this myself. Virtual Racing is one of those games that's so stylistically interesting. It's not a style, it's this way because that was the limitations of the original hardware. But nowadays it could even class an aesthetic thing, especially when you have uh, other games like what's that, uh, what's that fan game I'm trying to think of? Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Drift, is it Drift Stage? Uh, or, yeah, Drift Stage, that sort of takes cues from Virtual Racing, and there's quite a lot of other games now that are stylistically following in Virtual Racing's wake. So, I'm glad that this one comes back and we get to re-experience it, and apparently it runs off of the arcade version. Something which, according to uh, Sam Mullen on Twitter, the 3DS version wouldn't have. Apparently it would have run off the 32X version. So it's good that we're getting the highest quality version as well, but I sort of want the soundtrack from the 32X version, because as you'll be hearing next music break, oh, it is glorious. Space Channel 5 VR, kind of funky, newsflash, has new playable characters known as Lou and Key. Haven't really been keeping too much up to date on Space Channel 5 VR, uh, so I'm not too sure how it's shaping up or how it's spacing up. Nope, that was horrible. But. Uh, new, two new characters, they do look a little bit plasticky compared to the original design of Ulala and the Morolians, but I'm willing to give them a shot. Same with this game, uh, I, I don't know if it's VR only, because I'm sort of hoping they do a Res Infinite thing where it has a VR mode, but it's not VR only, but I'm holding out too much hope considering it has VR in the title. But come on Mizuguchi, please, I'm begging you. Well, once again, another one we talked about, Yu Suzuki is producing a VR battle game versus for Japanese arcades. It looks cool from the one screenshot, but not a lot of people are happy because Shenmue 3 is still not out. He probably delayed it just so he could uh, work on that. Uh, and I think that's all we have. Yeah, that's all we have for this current block right here. So, we're going to be getting into more news and we're going to be getting into the other antics that uh, go, go on in off-topic episodes just after this, but first of all, well, I think it's time we got on over to the coast. Shrivia Coast. I keep forgetting that, <laughs> that my hotkeys don't work, so not only do I have to fade up manually, I also have to uh, mute manually, which is, yeah, it's a bit of a pain compared to what I used to do. So, welcome over, welcome to the Trivia Coast. This is your bi-weekly now game show where you get the opportunity to win some points, and points make absolutely nothing, but it's just a bit of fun. So if you don't know the rules, it's, we ask you three questions. We ask you a hard question, medium question, and easy question. Hard is worth five points, medium is worth three points, and easy is worth one point. Send me your answers on Discord, radiosc.gf4/discord. I'm Green Vibrate, hashtag 6383 over there. And I'm going to start off with a hard question, and you're going to get three different music blocks to answer that. You're going to get two for medium and one for easy. So even after I've asked you the medium question, for example, you could still answer the hard question. No worries. 
You are allowed to Google for this game, however, Google should not be the primary source for your answer. It should should simply be an aid to help you get your answer. So, you know, I, you shouldn't be able to type in the question to Google and immediately get the result up. You should... It should help you get your result, and then you should word your answer yourself. So, now that you know all that, and you can only play live, by the way, I should mention, there's no playing on the podcast, so apologies to you, but hopefully... I think with a lot of these game show type things that we do on some of our radio shows, uh, it's quite fun to play along with the trivia, even if you can't get the points for them. So maybe try ahead, maybe go ahead and try to play along at home or on the podcast if you don't want to get the points, for example. But anyway, let's get on with the hard question. So it's pretty common knowledge that Sega tried to reach an agreement with RetroArch to produce an emulator for their upcoming Sega Forever service at the time. However, this never managed to come to fruition. What is the name of the emulator used for the Mega Drive titles on the Sega Forever service? What is the name of the emulator now used for Mega Drive titles on the Sega Forever service? You know where to get your answer? Hopefully you know where to look. Now start those guesses. But while we start those guesses, we're going to have some more music. So. Let's get on a track from an album which we actually don't have on the playlist because I can't find any high quality downloads for it. I might have to cave in and purchase it off uh, a Japanese auction site, which, hey, that costs money, but it'd be worth it. From Space Channel 5, Moji Moji Can't Stop Remix, this is Band Showdown, right here on the Topical Resort.
Up next, Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. I got the hotkeys working again, that's all that matters. Welcome back to the Top Resort, right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Virtual Racing Deluxe. That's the ending theme, that's specifically the 32X version and not the uh, arcade version of Virtual Racing. And before that, from Space Channel 5, Moji Moji, Can't Stop Remix. That was the band showdown. Chat has now devolved into Bowsette slash Super Crown memes, which, to be fair, was my own fault, because I just linked a news article from my Nintendo news and I just feel like I really dated this episode. If you're listening on the podcast I apologise but um, I'm going to have to explain it because otherwise you probably won't know because the meme will be so dead by the time you listen to it. But there's currently a meme going around due to New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe where there's a power-up known as a Super Crown that turns Toadette into a version of Peach. This then (laughs) spiralled into a meme a Bowser turning into Peach, and now people are actually attracted to it, which is quite funny in my opinion. <laughs> but there is now an art book, Super Mario Odyssey, that shows a version of Princess Bowser. So it is now canon. Oh, the memes are right. I can't believe this. <laughs> oh, thanks, my Nintendo news. You never let me down. And uh, James says Bowser is one of the best memes. The memes that have come out of it have been pretty good, but Bowser as an actual meme has, has been pretty dead, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, indeed, 20 bless hotkeys, because they actually make my life so much easier, because I can just fade down the music and unmute about 10 times faster than I normally can. So, bless you, Radio DJ. Not Radio DJ, Voice Meter. It's different software. <laughs> I'm going to have to cave and just get the new version of Radio DJ, Radio DJ 2. I really don't want to, though, because the design is horrible. Uh, but it's time it's time to become generic and download it, because it actually works better, and I keep having issues with this software. It might eliminate the issue of some of the tracks being too quiet, and I know... Behind the scenes, I've been having this issue as well of... So how the software works is it has cues, so it says, Hey, when should I start? What volume should I start at? How long should the fade-out be? If you've been listening to the show for the past few months, in fact, for this entire season, you know that we've been having DJ mixes where it just decides, yeah, I'm going to put a 30-second fade on this, that'll do. Like, no, don't do that. And uh, in general, sometimes it just flat-out doesn't load the cues, so there's the start is like three seconds of silence, and then there's silence at the end. So uh, just all these issues, I'm going to have to cave in and upgrade. I guess I'll do that tonight. The things I do for you people, putting up with horrible UI for the sake of a good radio show. (sighs) Anyway, so this next block we're going to start off with the fact that Streets of Rage 2 has now joined the Sega Forever mobile lineup. Streets of Rage 1, I believe, has been a part of the lineup for absolutely ages now, but Streets of Rage 2, not so much. Uh, The all time classic is now available on iOS and Android for free, although you can pay to remove adverts as of all other Sega Forever titles. And uh, you can also get yourself five points if you correctly identify <laughs> which emulator is used within this release of the app. 
Whoa, no, no segue, except I don't need to segue at all. For some reason, uh, I'm, I'm sorry Sega Bits, for some reason you've double news posted quite a few times and you've posted multiple days apart the same piece of news. So Sega Ages has released for Nintendo Switch uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog and Thunder Force 4 being released. You might have caught my, my very bad stream of Thunder Force 4 yesterday. Uh, I did enjoy the game, I'm just not very good at it, so uh, I apologise if it didn't make for the most entertaining stream, shall we say. But I'm looking forward to more titles coming to the service soon, because the improvements they added really were spectacular to behold. Especially Sonic 1. Uh, is, is, it, is it Unity? Eh, come again? Uh, it, oh, is it Unity is in the program? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, uh, Brick Gamer just got that right, okay. <laughs> Getting bombarded with DMs, but it's always good when the DM is correct. And yes, Jamie, I mean Lightning Force. Uh, let's give five points to Brit. There we go. So, that's, that's that. What about some older posts? Show me the older posts. Another one we talked about a few weeks ago, actually, is that a new Sonic animated series could be in the works. I explained this back then, but I'll explain this again now for the sake of continuity. So, a artist, or an artist, posted on their Instagram that they were back in the Sega offices, and um, they have something spicy for us in store. So, most people have taken this to mean there's a new animated series coming, on top of the fact that there was a bunch of hashtags and the post has now been edited and Aaron Weber had to comment on the fact that there's no new animated series coming so uh oh clean up time <laughs> so all of this really strongly suggests that there's a new Sonic animation uh, coming soon even if they've said there isn't there probably is there's just a bit too much conveniency and all of the all of the aftermath of that post to make me think that there isn't one coming uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on that subject that the movie adds Lee Majub Majdub Majub as Agent Stone. Not gonna lie, I'm a pretty big Sonic fan. I've never heard of Agent Stone. Who is that? You're just writing this in the <laughs> you're writing this in the title as if I knew who that is. No, I don't entirely know. And uh, this is a pretty opinionated article as well. So. Uh, he said to play Agent Stone, who works closely with Dr. Robotnik. And no, he has nothing to do with Streets of Rage. It's Alex Stone. Okay, he got me there. So, uh, he's an assistant of sorts, or just a friend of Dr. Robotnik, but the term agent makes me think he's working with the police, or Tom Cruise, or whoever's playing the police now. I, uh, I don't pay attention to Sonic <laughs> Sonic movie anymore. It's a bit too much for me, shall we say. And the final thing we have to talk about in this mu in this talk break is that <sighs> Sega Mega Drive Classics has been announced for the Nintendo Switch. Why is the first word that comes to mind? If you've listened to this show for the second season for any period of time, you'd know that I have been very harsh on this collection. There's a good reason for that. This collection absolutely sucks. They ha they've made better collections on the PS2, so why do they struggle to make a competent collection on the PS4? 
it lags all over the place, the online barely works, the game selection is generic. It doesn't even have original title music, it reuses that from the Streets of Rage 2. Uh, the Streets of Rage 2 port on Xbox 360. In general, the aesthetic's just very uninspired, like, ooh, Vaporwave, uh, retro 90s generator, that generator that everyone used for one period of time in, like, 2015. That's still Scott's banner on Twitter, uh, at, at Voice of Sega. If you, if you look on there, you see what I mean, but... In general, this collection's just so uninspired, even down to the menus and music and the... Just the collection itself, the game selection... Even it's just a port of the Steam library, which you get for free when you buy a £2 Mega Drive game. And they had the audacity to charge £30 for a game that barely works. But guys, guys, it's okay now, because we can play this on the go. You can experience trash on on the train. You can experience trash even on the toilet. I'm excited for this. This move is even more baffling, though. When you consider that this gained more publicity from Sega themselves than Sega Ages. <sighs> Sega advertised this in the West more than they advertised Sega Ages. This is really insulting because I think their aim or I think their logic here was oh yeah, American gamers are cheapskates, so they're gonna go out and buy the $30 collection rather than these £6 high quality ports. So it's really insulting the intelligence of Sega fans a bit there, and to be fair, can't really blame them, because I've seen a lot of people go, why would they pay for overpriced ports when I could just play for Mega Drive Classics? Because this collection absolutely sucks, and Sega suck for promoting this over the Sega Ages series. Like seriously, two days before Sega Ages came out, they announced this to a ton of fanfare. Sega Ages comes out on the day, they post a trailer. That's it. That's the only promotion it gets. They posted a trailer on the day it came out. Not only is this a baffling move, it's quite frankly a dumb move to bring this to Switch. And I hope D3T absolutely mess it up. So they never make a game on the Switch again. That even includes Shenmue. I hope they never make Shenmue on Switch. A bit blunt, yes, but I, I've made it clear that I'm really not a big fan of D3T and their work and this collection, so... I hope it bombs, but I will sadly be purchasing a copy. I originally agreed to say that I would buy this game if it came to the Switch, which I said before Sega Ages was a thing. And I'm never normally a man of my word, but uh, screw it, I'll be a man of my word and purchase this. That way I can finally complain about it without being a hypocrite and not having played it. So there we go, that was all the news there, and what have you guys been saying down in the chat room? I've been pinged quite a few times. Callum's just been posting memes again. Uh, Rexy's saying that I'm an art judge at GameArt HQ, and we get a lot of submissions about that, but we also have a rule saying original characters are not allowed. So the lead admin posted a rule that Bowser is a no-go. Good. <laughs> That's one less place to worry about having to see the damn meme. Uh, Superbike is currently in the chat room as well. I actually forgot to introduce Superbike even though he private messaged me, so... Hello to Superbike. Uh, <laughs> there we go, Doomgirl is currently in the chat room as well and posted a screenshot of Jamie saying Bowsette sucks and Jamie saying does she. This isn't even a Sega meme and we're going well in depth with this, but that's just how widespread this is on the internet right now. 
it's been absolutely flooding my timeline, even though I don't, don't use Twitter at all anymore, but the two times I've gone on there to check, like, hey, what's going on in the Sega world? Bam! Flooded with artwork that probably shouldn't be on any social media site. It should probably be on a specialist site. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Uh, Brick Game says the collection doesn't have Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Honestly, that isn't even its most cardinal sin. Yeah, Sonic 3 and Knuckles not being there is quite bad, but at the same time, it's missing a lot of other good exclusives and even a lot of other good obscure games, because that's what I love about collections. Uh, they always promote the obscure games that never really would have done well on the original console. This game is like, hey, you know these games that we've sold to you so many times before, like Sonic 1 and 2, Columns, Ristard, the Streets of Rage 1 and 2. Yeah, all those games that you've played a million times we've included on every collection. Yeah, we're not going to add any new games and we're not going to put in fan favourites. We're just going to put in the ones which we know will perform well. And people fell for it. Um, what else? Uh, apparently Shrek doesn't even want, want that one. Is it the cringe compilation joke? Who knows? Um, Callum says they patched everything in reference to Shenmue, I think, but... Yeah, it's still not a great port. It has a lot of issues that aren't uh, glitches. It has stuff that I'd complain about personally. And yeah, it, that's how you say it. You say it as Rista. You don't say it as Rystar. It's not Rystar. He uses his wrists. It's Ristar. You see? Oh dear, someone's going to take that out of context. If I hadn't said that as well, no one probably would have taken it out of context. Uh, I'm ready for voice clips to be made of this. Shall we go on over to the coast? Trivia Coast. Hey, yes, here we are back once again at the coast. So, last time I asked you for five points. What is the name of the emulator now used for Mega Drive titles on the Sega Forever service? And Brick Gamer 98 has already gone and got the points because he got it right. As for the rest of you, Hopefully you know where to look. You know where to answer. Google away, my friends. But let's get into the medium question. You're now playing. You're now playing for three points, and you can still continue to answer this on top of the hard question. So, believe it or not, Puyo Puyo and Tetris crossed paths long before the 2014 release of Puyo Puyo Tetris, albeit in a strange way. What was the name of the Puyo Puyo game endorsed by the creator of Tetris? What was the name of the Puyo Puyo game endorsed by the creator of Tetris? You know where to go, you know where to look. I'm sure some of you will already know this because it's uh, it's quite an interesting piece of trivia, the fact that this game exists. But that's that, and coming up next is the request resort where you can get in any of your gaming requests. As be gaming, but we don't limit it to just Sega here on the off-topical episodes, and we've got a whole bunch of stuff. We've got some... Not only have we got some C64, we've got some C64 loader music. And for those of you who don't know what loader is, you're like, is it some sort of game? No, back when games on, say, C64 and ZX Spectrum used to take a hugely long time to load up, clever programmers on the ZX Spectrum realised, hey, we could just make music that plays while you load the game. And for obvious reasons, due to how long it would take to load the game, it's incredibly catchy, so... We've got Ocean Loader 5 coming up next. We've also got uh, an interesting choice that I didn't know was Sega until the other day. From Kaon Hokago Live. 
which apparently is a game that they still own the license to, so that's technically eligible for the playlist. We've got a non-Sega request by Boogaloo coming up. We've got a preview track from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, a very short one. Uh, we've got one from Yakuza Kiwami 2, and we got one of my own requests. So, but if you still want to get some in, be sure to do so. I also need to message someone back about their request, and uh, if you got some, keep sending them on in. We're going to do one request only tonight, so send in your favouritest request. But as for now, we're going to get into Ocean Loader 5, and this one was written by Jonathan Dunn. And this was requested by Jamie64326, so enjoy your request, and when we come back, we'll be finishing off this month's news. Enjoy the music.
a great philosopher once asked, Sonic X, Sonic X, Sonic X, Sonic, Sonic X. Welcome back to the Top Cruiser right here on Radio Sega where we're having the brilliant discussion about anime and that somehow went into Sonic X and that somehow went into the brilliant <laughs> English theme or English English theme for Sonic X which was just the word Sonic X repeated over and over again versus the Japanese and American themes which actually had lyrics. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but hey, Jetix, they were a thing. And then that devolved back into the Sonic 06 meme again. 40 copies. Spend the money on something else. Uh, anyway, yes, we really need to crack on because we spent a lot of time in that request block. Um, first of all, shout out to Voxy because she's been getting me into a lot of Sega tracks that I forgot existed. Like that one from Last Bronx, aka Tokyo Bang Bangaichi. Hopefully that's how you say it. That's Jaggy Love. That was requested by myself. Before that, request by Twinny from Junsunoi the Works. That was Sega Rally Champion Stick. The J Champion Stick, yes. The JS Kickstart Remix 99. From Yakuza Kiwami 2, that was Pride from Despair. The duet version requested by J-Star Max, who hopefully is listening in, even if he's uh, not chatting currently. Before that, from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, that was the uh, preview version of F-Zero Medley. The Obviously from F-Zero, as requested by BrickGame98. Night Striker Complete Album with Trance Parlent in Blue Suburbs, as requested by Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Callum Wanted K-On, Hokago Live, Curry, Nochi, Rice. So we gave it to him. Accurate Complete Block was the Sid Stereo version of the Ocean Loader 5 from, well, any game ever released by Ocean. Or any game released by Ocean that happened to have a loader that happened to have the fifth version of the loader on it. And now we are back and we've got some... A few more pieces of news to go over right here. And Jamie says that he keeps thinking that Talkbed's gonna go into Dreams of an Absolution. It isn't. Don't get yourself too excited. But I, I really need to rush on. But the, the original, one of the original developers of Shenmue has had a go at D3T. Rightfully so. You show him, man. Uh, saying that there's too many bugs in the new Shenmue HD collection. For those of you who don't know, the title hasn't actually released in Japan yet. That doesn't happen until November. We were just soft launch. They could test whether the game was absolute pants, and it was. So they can use us basically as a beta test because D3T are lazy and don't have beta testers. That's just a lie. Uh, sources inside Sega tell me that actually a lot of beta tests happen for their games, but D3T just don't listen. Thanks, D3T. You suck as always. So, um, yeah, the original developer of Shenmue says that he wants it to get to a point where the game has no bugs that weren't in the original, which... Oh boy! Uh, you, you may have to delay that Japanese release many, many years, because D3T... <sighs> Cowboy Developers of the Year. That would be my personal pick. But, yeah, that's what he had to say about them. Uh, he went quite hard on them. I'm glad he went quite hard on them. Aside from that, we've also got the fact that... What am I trying to say? Where are my notes? Yes, Puyo Puyo Esports was announced at TGS. So it's Puyo Puyo Tetris without Tetris with more characters, different rules, and a bunch of other stuff. I'm personally looking quite forward to it. It comes out on October 25th on both Switch and PS4, only in Japan for now, but... By the looks of it, according to some in-game information, mainly that the online mode contains a switch, uh, a region switch mode, just like Puyo Tetris did, and includes every single region, well, every single country, and all the states in the US, and all the uh, 
all the states and not states, but you know, all the places in Japan as well, just like Puyo Puyo Tetris did. Which the original release of Puyo Tetris didn't have them in. That was only added into the international release, which suggests, hey, an international release is around the corner for Puyo Puyo Esports. I'm dreadful at Puyo Puyo, but hey, it costs £15 when you convert 2,000 yen to pounds, so it's not too much of a price to pay. I'm quite happy to pay that. And uh, we'll certainly be looking a bit more in depth here on the resort at Puyo Puyo Esports later next month. Also coming up later in the next month, according to a trailer that just came out, is the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which Sega will be releasing on the Switch in Japan, meaning it's a Sega title, and as we've gone over before, meaning it's eligible for the playlist once it releases in Japan, so be on the lookouts for that. I know there's a lot of people in this chat room who love Crash Bandicoot and will be very happy about that. So, get ready to never see another Sega track in the top five charts ever again, or at least for the next few months once that comes to the playlist. On top of that, we also have the fact that Resonance of Fate was announced for a 4K slash HD edition on PlayStation 4 and PC. Uh, this was slightly leaked early, once again due to ratings boards, because it was rated in Germany for both PlayStation 4 and PC. Never played Resonance of Fate, in fact I'm not really even too sure what what it's about, but hey, people sort of like it, I think, so maybe buy that one when it comes out for PS4 and PC. Uh, I had one more thing written down, I think. Ah, uh, yes, uh... There is going to be Kiryu DLC for Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, a game which isn't even out yet, but they've already announced DLC for it. Hmm, that would annoy some people, except for the fact that, hey, it's a Japanese game, the DLC was already out in Japan, it's okay. So, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise coming out in October, and Kiryu is going to be a piece of DLC for the game, so you can fight as the legendary dragon of Dojima. On top of that, we also have Project Judge. I went over that, and I just want to go over it in a bit more detail. So, a brand new IP from the Yakuza studio, three years in the making. Much more dark than the Yakuza series. It's really, um... Gripping, I would say. Gripping and... Well, dark. There's no other way of putting it. It's... It's quite, it's quite a different breath of... Not fresh air, just any sort of air, even, even smog. <laughs> A breath of something air is what I would call Project Judge. And luckily, due to the fact there's a demo in Japan on the PS4, which you can go ahead and download right now, we have some music to play from the game, so we'll be playing you the main theme in this music break right here. But, uh, yeah, not too much music aside from that is currently out, but go ahead and download the demo if you have a PS4. Outside of that, that's all the news we have. So... Shall we get on over one last time to that old trivia coast? Let's do it. Trivia Coast. And there we go, we are here in the coast. So I'm going to repeat the hard question. You can get five points, you really don't have long left. You only have four minutes once the music, or technically five minutes once the music break starts, so get ready. Hard question. What is the name of the emulator now used for the Mega Drive titles on the Sega Forever service? Medium question. What is the name of the Puyo Puyo game endorsed by the creator of Tetris? A few of you got that one. Oh wait, so- hang on. <laughs> Jamie just made me realise that I'm a complete idiot. Sorry Superbike. Um, uh, let me respond to both of you actually. Uh, let me respond to Superbike as well, sorry I'm a complete idiot. I thought we were talking about the program because I was talking about my radio software as you sent that message. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I was not fully with it. Um, 
So yeah, that was that. Those two questions, and now it's time for the easy question. So Google is easy for this one. In Valkyria Chronicles One, what was Alicia's name originally meant to be? In Valkyria Chronicles One, what was Alicia's name originally meant to be? Go ahead and get in your answers for that one on Discord. You have about five minutes starting in just a second, so get your answers in. Green Vibrate hashtag six three eight three. That's where you send your message. And now, not in celebration, but in commemoration of Tetris getting the axe from Pure Esports. I think we should have a song from the Tetris series. So from Tetris Giant, this is Love's Invincible Command right here on the Topical Resort.
for the Trivia Coast are now closed. Trivia Coast. So we are back here at the Trivia Coast and what you just heard was a track which you all seemingly loved from Judge Eyes, also known as Project Judge. That was Arpeggio, the short version. This is not the full version that will appear uh, online, probably after the game's release. And before that, from Tetris Giant, also known as Tetris Decaris. That is Love's Invincible Command. Absolutely love that track, actually. And in fact, that's the only game, as far as I recall, or the only Sega Tetris game I haven't played anything from on this show, as far as I recall. So I'd slot in that one into there. And now we are back, and it's time to see how you did in the Trivia Coast. So I asked you three questions, and I didn't get too many answers tonight, but I want to thank everyone who played anyway, and I think some of you might be kicking yourself when you find out um, somebody answers these questions. So I'm going to go up, in e- starting with the easiest, then to medium, then to hard, just so you can kick yourselves over the hard question. That's how it always works. So, going to start off with the easy question. In Valkyria Chronicles 1, what was Alicia's name originally meant to be? The answer to this was Alma. A-L-M-A. Alma. So that was that one. That's pretty easy to find on the internet. Don't really have to do any special searching for that one. Medium question. Believe it or not, Pia Pia and Tetris crossed paths long before the 2014 release of Pia Pia Tetris. Albeit in a strange way. What was the name of the Pia Pia game endorsed by the creator of Tetris? With the creator obviously being Alexei Pajitnov. I just didn't want to give you too many clues because as soon as you search that it gives away the whole game. The answer to this question was Quirks. Quirks was the name of the Puyo Puyo title released for PC which had the backing of Lexi Pajitnoff. I'm not sure how much he actually backed it or and how much of it was just hey we're gonna put your face on this is that okay yeah sure. <laughs> we'll find out probably at some point when someone asks him. But yes that is the answer to that question and now for the hard question. It's pretty commonly known that Sega tried to reach an agreement with RetroArch to produce an emulator for their, for their at the time upcoming Sega Forever service. However, this ne- never managed to come to fruition. What was the name of the emulator? What is the name of the emulator now used for Mega Drive titles on the Sega Forever service? This one is pretty nasty because if you know it, you know it. But if you don't know it, then well, you're screwed because you can't find it on the internet. The answer to this one is Genesis J capital E N N E S I S Genesis now that name might sound familiar because that was the emulator developed for the DS or one of the emulators that came to the DS that was ported to the DS and would later be the basis for the emulator used in the Sonic Classic Collection for the DS it's also notable because it was used within Sega Mega Drive Collection Ugh, Sega Mega Drive Collection, yes, the one that I keep bashing. It was used within that, it doesn't work well in that. It works better on the DS than it did work on the PS4. Makes no sense. And lastly, it was used on Sega Forever. Now, how did I find out this answer? (laughs) Well, the only source I've ever found for this answer comes from our own Discord server. Now, you know you're thinking, a a message on Discord, it's, it's not that accurate. Well, funnily enough, the message becomes accurate when it comes from the brand ambassador for Sega Forever. 
Yeah, that makes it slightly a bit more credible when the person in charge of the series tells you, yeah, it's actually the Genesis emulator. That makes it slightly more credible, and that's the only sort I've ever seen for that on the internet, but it's got to be true. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not really like a... It's not the same as Kagi. You wouldn't download it on your computer and use it. It's more so like a homebrew emulator that was mainly developed for consoles, and later Sega snapped it up. So, like, hey, we, we can get some use out of this. Uh, what have we got there as well? Uh, oh, yes, Jamie has been is going to get his Switch this week because he's saved up all his money from work because he got back into work recently, and now he's going to be joining us on the Switch hype train. So a huge congratulations to him because I know that was a pretty big goal that he wanted to achieve for a year and a bit now. Probably even more than that, probably since the console came out, so congratulations to Jamie for finally making that a reality. Uh, on top of that, <laughs> Superbike says my mate got one and sold it after he'd finished Zelda. I mean, that's Sneak 100, that's, that's some profit going on right there, but you can get it if you only want it for one thing, but... If you've already bought the console, I mean, may as well keep it at that point after you just bought it, even if you only want it for one game. Uh, Brick Games says got lucky secondhand about the time Mario Kart 8 Deluxe released for only £10 more than new. Good for you. And yeah, Jamie said that Danny talked about it on here, and uh, that's exactly where I found it. Danny, who works for Sega Europe and is the Sega Forever brand manager, was the one who originally told us that, so... Uh, thanks to Danny for that little bit of trivia. <laughs> uh, that definitely helped me write my question. Uh, Superbike Super says, Rich is, Richwalk is good, but Kager is best for Mega Drive games, I find. Yeah, definitely. I'm a more of a Kager guy myself. And uh, Richwalk is still pretty good, though. So there we go. That was the trivia coast. Did you know any of that stuff there? Were you Jamie and uh, Brit Gamer and got yourself some points specific specifically Brit Gamer has already climbed those ranks he's got 8 points on the go and Jamie well he got his 3 points anyway but now it's time to get into another music block and this this first track right here this is slightly special because this is a request from Superbike and he wants this one as in 3 weeks time this is the track that he'll be walking down the aisle to so a pretty special track, all things considered. From Guilty Gear, how do you even pronounce this? Zerd, X, XRD, something. From Guilty Gear, Revelator, this is Dawn. And when we come back, it's going to be time for a bit of an interesting test your topicality. But for now, enjoy.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Yeah, you'll see why I called this a bit of a weird test of topicality. Welcome back to the topical result right here on Radio Sega. You just heard Nowhere to Run, Prison Lane. Oh, pr- Prison Hall, sorry. Prison Lane's the SA2 stage. From Sonic Forces, the game which I don't think was as bad as everyone said it was. It certainly wasn't great, but it certainly wasn't bad either. I t- if I'm honest, I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot this past week, and I forgot how many bops this game has. It has so many good tracks. Before that, a very special track from Guilty Gear, Zerd, X third, ten, tenured, whatever. Re- Re- I don't even know. It's like Revelator. That was Dawn, and that's a very special track. Because in three weeks' time, Superbike will be getting married or walking down the aisle to that track. So give a huge congratulations to him in Discord if you haven't done already. But if you don't know what this music means, well, it means it's time to read out a good spam email. Because I don't really have time for a full-blown topicality, so instead, we may as well do this, since we always try and do this once every off-topic episode. We don't have too many to go through, so it'll be a nice and short segment compared to normal. So we're going to kick things off with a email or an email. I keep doing that today. I keep changing what I'm going to say mid-sentence. That's probably why it keeps coming out wrong. From Major Dennis Hornbeck. And, um... He's not sending from a .gov email address, he's sending from a .gob email address. He's a bit mouthy, as you can tell. He doesn't really have too much to say. He says, I'm in the military, here in Afghanistan. We have some amount of funds that we want to move out this country. My partners and I need a good partner, someone we can trust. It's risk-free and legal. Reply to this email, which isn't the same one I sent you the email on. Regards, Major Dennis Hornbeck. Now, if you know anything about these segments, you know that I tend to come into a lot of money. Often millions, and we use that to pay for the high-quality equipment on this show, such, such as my radio software, which frequently decides to make the tracks much louder than they should be, or much quieter than they should be. And my, my audio mixing software, which decides the hotkeys don't want to work. See, this is where the millions of pounds that I'm making off these schemes goes towards. It's this high-quality software and my computer, which overheats. Yeah, all of that stuff. So, if you want to know what we're doing with this money we've legally earned, clearly, by responding to these emails, that's, that's where it goes. And we got one more. We got one from a sergeant this time. We're really stepping things up here. From Sergeant Sherry Gallagher. And it's from a Gmail this time. Um, doesn't really say anything, just, please reply me back. I am Sergeant Sherry. I'm sure you are. No promise of money. No promise of a, of a friendly chat, just a sergeant who wants to say hello, or maybe they're going to tell me they die once I reply back. I say every month I am actually eventually going to reply to some of these messages, but I just never do. <laughs> I always seem to forget, and then when it comes to the show, I don't want to request, uh, not request, I don't want to reply at mid-show, so uh, it, what ends up happening is that, and um... I actually do have some normal emails, because spam emails tend to be the only thing I get on this email address, but no, we got some leftover emails from Brit Gamer for when he last messaged me. So we got that, and uh, for some reason I made a Nintendo account on this email, so I get frequent Japanese Nintendo messages. 
So, that's fun. I also get messages from Twitter saying, Hey, this person you don't follow liked this tweet. Okay, my show Twitter doesn't follow these these people or anyone remotely related to them, so why are you telling me this? But, hey, Twitter spams me more than any Nigerian prince ever could. So, with that in mind, let's get on over into the toppy mix, because, hey, we're running out of time here. We're going to kick things off with a remix of a track from a game which I've only played for the first time this week, and I beat it, and it's really good, and you'll find out what it is in a second. And we did play it on the show before, but it was quite a few... In fact, I think it was last season we played it, so a long time ago. After that, we got our Topical Resort, Tropical Resort remix of the month. I can't remember if I played this one as well. I might have, but I don't think I did. Um, so we'll find out. I am running out of these, though. I'm going to have to start relying on the Sonic Zone remix competition, as I'm really running out of remixes. Please make some more remixes of Tropical Resort so I have something to play on my show. Then after that, we got a track from a Tetris game because it's a really nice track. Let's get on over into it. Enjoy the Toppy Mix. Let's get scratching. The Toppy Mix.
that was Tetris Worlds of BGM09. Before that, from the Sound of the Sonic Stadium 2015 Topical Paradise. No, it's obviously Tropical Paradise. That was Anthropomorphic Resort by Lafayette the Fox. I think I might have played that one on the show before, but if I have, it was back in like May of last year, so a very long time ago. And before that, I've been playing through Super Mario Galaxy this week, and that's a fantastic remix from Marion Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. That's Rosalina in the Observatory from Super Mario Galaxy. I saw this question asked by a Brick Gamer the other day. What was the Mario music on on the on the playlist? Because Mario and Sonic, because it's developed by Sega and published by Sega, therefore the Mario music that appears in it is actually technically eligible. So that's how comes you hear Mario music on the playlist sometimes. But yes, that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. You guys <laughs> have been interesting down in the chat room today, to say, to say the least. We've had Shadows, we've had Rex, we've had Brick Gamer, we've had DJ Jam and Jay, we've had Rexy, we've had Jamie, we've had myself, we've had, we've had, uh, I think I already said Brick Gamer, if I didn't, we had Brick Gamer, we had Twinny, we had Doan, we had Superbike, we, we had a ton of people, I probably missed them out, we had The King as well, some others, either way, I've been Green Vaporate, you all have been awesome. I'm sure you want to know what's coming up next week, and, well, next week is something that I'm personally looking forward to, because there's going to be some great soundtracks coming up. So, join me next Friday at the same time at 7pm, when we'll be looking at Sega Wii titles. So, we've looked at the Wii U, now it's time to look at the Wii. Many great titles, including games such as Sonic and the Black Knight, Sonic Colors, uh, Sega Superstars Tennis, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing... I don't remember them off the top of my head. I don't have a list on, on me. Uh, it would help if I turned around as well, because I do have them all behind me. Um, Knight's Journey of Dreams. Let's tap. Marion Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. Marion Sonic at the Olympic Games. And one which I can tell people will be very much into next week, including myself. As, I think for the first time ever, we'll be playing some Mad World, as it will finally be eligible for the show. So be sure to join me there, a ton of great soundtracks and games to be able to be played right there and be sure to request some of your favourites. I've been Green Vibrate, you all have been awesome. Up next is Rexy with Sega Mixer Drive followed by RSN Live with voice at 2am. So stay tuned to Radio Sega, this is your Radio Sega Live weekend, it starts here after all, so enjoy. It's technically your Radio Sega Live week because we don't have any shows on the week at the moment. So uh, yeah. I've been Green Viper, you all have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We've got one more track to end off the show, and Callum was sort of right. It is a bit of a a bit of a um, a weeby show tonight. We, we've had quite a few Japanese vocal tracks. That's because I've had a lot of stuff that normally isn't eligible that I've wanted to play. So let's end off with a track which has been stuck in my head for a while. From Hatsune Miku Project Mirror DX, this is Piano Girl. Thank you all for listening. I've been Green Viper. I've said it many times. You all have been awesome. I'll catch you next week, and as always, stay topical.
enjoyed the show, check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.